Hello, and welcome to The Random Joe Show, a gaming podcast where you are invited to play through random games with me, and then we talk about and discuss those games. It's like a book club, but for video games. It's March 17, 2018, so let's get going. Welcome to this opening episode of The Random Joe Show. First, the game I'd like to, for us to play together this week is Super Hot. You might have that game because it's free on Xbox One right now, and I'd love to get a chance to play through it and discuss impressions. I actually almost bought it somewhat recently and uh, was hoping to get a chance to play through it. Figured this was a great opportunity. So I'm going to be playing through Super Hot this week. My hope is that you would also play through Super Hot. And uh, maybe if it's for like an hour or a half hour or whatever, drop your impressions in and uh, we're going to have my, my Twitter is Random Joe Show at Twitter. You can post your comment there as to what you think about it, what you're enjoying of it, what you don't like about it, whatever. I'm going to be setting up Discord server here in the next few days, and that'll be another way that you can interact with those ideas, but that's the game we're going to play. Now, why don't I just share with you a little bit about who I am, and then uh, I'll get into some of the games I played this week so you can get an idea of what I want to try to do with this show. First, my name's Joe. I love games. I'm a pastor by trade, but gaming has been my hobby for most of my life. Most recently, I've been into Destiny um, 1 and 2. Basically played it every day since the the beta of the first game and continue to do so. I'm one of the few people that still like Destiny 2, but ah, whatever. My favorites, though, range from Zelda to Shadow of the Colossus to Pokemon to Diablo to Skyrim and many others. I'm mostly a solo gamer, but I have learned to play in community through the Destiny Reset podcast group, which I'm part of, and uh, I'm still an admin and a clan leader there. So if you know me from there, hello, welcome. Thank you for uh, coming over to check out my content. Now... The games I played this week, and the one I want to spend most of my time on is Celeste. So Celeste is a game that just recently came out. It's an indie game by Matt Makes Games. Matt Thorsten, I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong, is, uh, is a Canadian developer who made Ascension Tower, or Towerfall Ascension. And uh, I love that game. It's a phenomenal multiplayer game. It's kind of a pixelated uh, battler. So it's got like four players, and you've got bows and arrows, and you try to kill each other. It's fantastic. I brought all kinds of people over, and it's one of the best local multiplayer games I've played in a long time, and it continues to be a staple that when I have people over and we play games, Towerfall is almost always my first go-to game because even non-gamers can really enjoy it. And one of the things that's really great about Towerfall Ascension is the jumping mechanics and the way that the game is set up. Now, what Matt did was basically he took that jumping and dash mechanic that was in that game, Towerfall, and then he built this entire single-player game around it called Celeste. Celeste has been getting a lot of really great press lately because IGN gave it a 10, and it's sitting at a Metacritic score of like 93 or 94, depending on the platform that you're looking at, which is pretty ridiculously high. It's the highest-rated game of the year so far. I picked it up because I heard that when when he was making another game, I wanted it. Uh, I loved Towerfall, and so I was ready to play it. And with all the praise that it was getting, I was really looking forward to trying it out. So what I want to do is, like I said, this is if Celeste was the game of the week, right? We all would have played it through, and my hope would be here that I would share with you what I liked about the game and then kind of chime in with some of your tweets and your comments as to what you liked about it as well. Here are some of the things that I really enjoyed about Celeste. First, the art style is excellent. It's this really cool pixelated um, kind of 2D platformer where you jump and, and you're going through this mountain. There's like snow and all kinds of other stuff like that. It's a really, really great aesthetic, and the game just ends up like oozing charm from every pore and part of that is just in the art style it does have kind of like a because it's pixelated it has kind of like a minimalist style uh, but it looks really really gorgeous um the second part of it which is kind of the 
the thing that really makes the game sing is the controls. The controls are excellent, and it's you definitely feel like you're in control. Everything kills you in one hit, so there's no like health bars or anything like that. If you hit something, you're dead. And the way that that kind of ends up being a part of the game is that it just demands this intense precision. And one of the things that you'll hear if you talk to anybody who's played Celeste is just how incredibly demanding the game is. It really forces you to utilize your skills and the button presses and the, and the movements in very exact ways. And if you don't, you're dead, and it just starts you right back off. It has a very quick respawn animation. If you think kind of like Super Meat Boy, um, that level of precision, that level of demand, and that level of, of kind of um, you making sure that you're in exactly the right spot. And if you don't, you're dead, and you start over. But it's very quick, and so it, it allows you to kind of continue to work within that. So the controls feel great. It feels like you're definitely in control. If you die, it's your fault. And there's a mechanical elegance to the game in which they don't really add much on. That you have your basic jump and dash, and that's basically all you have. The way that they play with that through the obstacles that they present, like there might be a a little spot where as you move through an area, you can't step on that area again, but then they might have you have to backtrack through that stuff. So you have to kind of problem solve and, and do it like a puzzle. It's really well done. Sometimes you have to dash, and that will affect a platform moving on its course, like it's got a little path on it that it will take, and when you dash, that platform will move, and so you have to kind of like use those movements to your advantage, so you might not be able to reach a platform until you dash, or you might have to jump and not dash, or dash at the right time. So it's very, very interesting the way that they weave that that mechanical elegance, though, of having basically one mechanic that they mess around with in a few different ways, and they don't really veer outside of that. And I feel like it's it's very defined, and that really uh, strengthens and accentuates the experience. One of the other things I think that's really great about the game is its length. It is a, a fairly short game. It took me about six and a half hours to complete it, um, and I felt like I was going through it slow. I felt like I was dying a ton. I think the game is really hard, and I'll get into that when I share stuff I didn't really like too much, but it was, uh, it was short enough. It was like just the right length of time. I really wanted to find out what was at the end of the game. And that really ties into the next aspect, which is the story, the story and the writing are excellent. Um, it's actually a very weighty game about depression and anxiety really delves into some very, very deep themes, some very difficult themes and handles them very well. And the story really kept me pushing forward. And that's where I think the length kind of comes back as being such a positive because it's, it's a pretty weighty, heavy subject matter. And the fact that they were able to handle it so well and then able to once again also produce with it um, it's just this great story and, and pull you through almost on those merits is very strong. Uh, the characters that are presented are very interesting. They're very well presented. It's, it's a very, very good game in, in those respects. Last thing I really wanted to go into was the sound design and the music are just incredible. I I bought the soundtrack for this game. I don't usually buy the soundtracks for games I play, but I did buy this one. And I bought this one specifically because uh, it is such an excellent um, example of a soundtrack that utilizes its strengths. Um, It's really good. Now for the things I dislike. So once again, I want to Include your thoughts and your impressions of the game at this point and how you received it. Here's what I disliked. I thought the difficulty spikes were kind of interesting. I think that he did a good job at, once again, keeping the game fairly simple. 
but there are several spots where it just gets it's really really hard to get the the mechanics correct and there are a bunch of these like strawberries uh, littered throughout the game that are just these collectibles that are are optional challenges and I like that those were presented in the game and that they weren't necessary but like sometimes you get stuck on one of those or even just like toward the end of the game some of the the mechanical precision that was required was just extraordinarily demanding it was it got very frustrating now I don't know that the solution to it is that it should be dumbed down or that it should be easier and there is an assist mode um, if you just want to experience the story, but I, I felt like it was just a little bit too hard. And then I found out when I finished the game that those were the easy levels, that it actually gets significantly more difficult. So perhaps I just need, I'm just a pansy and I just need to, uh, to get better and get good. That's what one of the guys in, uh, in Destiny Reset's chat told me. But, uh, that was something that I disliked though. My overall impression with the game was just extremely positive though. It was, it was really gorgeous and it had... Some aspects of the of the game that just were so well done that it made me uh, really resonate with the themes and the messaging. And I think one of the things that it did, and I talk about another game called Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, that does this extremely well. Also, and and what this uh, is is that it utilizes the uniqueness of the video game form of communication, form of art to express an idea in a way that you couldn't use another form of media to do. It does this very well. And so I think it's a great game. I think you should definitely try it out if you have not yet. And uh, like I said, that's kind of an example of how I want to do this show and what kinds of ways I want to talk about games. Some of the other games I played this week, I played Destiny 2. Uh, I hit 335, which is the level cap on my uh, PlayStation 4 account. I've been playing mostly on my Xbox, but I've kind of dipped my toe back into that. It's been really enjoyable. They made a bunch of changes to the Nightfall and some of their activities in the game, and it's been tremendously enjoyable. So maybe we'll talk more about Destiny as as updates come out, which is coming very soon. Maybe not. Another game I'm playing this week was Diablo 3. Season 13 is upon us. So if you play Diablo and you want to play with me sometime, let me know. I'd love to do that. I have it for PS4 and Xbox One now, and have really, as the seasons have gone on, I love the chance to get in and start with something new, to play with the new sets, and uh, as I kind of mentioned with the idea of Random Joe, and that whole point is that I like playing with random weapons in Destiny, I like playing all the different builds in Diablo, I don't care if it's the most powerful, I'm not, not that interested in pushing ahead to the highest greater rift, I just like seeing the variety of the game and all the different options that are available. I also played a lot of Slay the Spire. Um, I'm really enjoying this game. If you haven't heard of it yet, it's an indie roguelike game. And it's uh, it's a deck builder. Uh, I'm a huge fan of deck builders, huge fan of, of analog uh, board games, and uh, really, really enjoy getting to play that game. You essentially go through a dungeon and choose your pathway, and as you move through the pathway, you uh, find different encounters of enemies and different things that are going on, almost like the Banner Saga, where you have different choices you have to make. And then those will result in you, like if you win a battle or whatever else, you will gain a card that will be added to your deck. And if you think about it kind of like Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone, where you have a mana pool, but the mana pool does not increase. It stays the same. And you basically play those cards out of your hand. When you beat an elite enemy or a major boss, you'll receive a relic. And a relic is a passive ability that will essentially buff your character and allow you to increase um, kind of what you're doing with that. It's, it's a really phenomenal game. Very, very fun. Um, and they have this thing called the Daily Climb. And they've been updating it recently. This, this game gets one update a week. 
every week from their developer of like two dudes. Uh, it's, it's a pretty fun game and they're doing a lot to increase it, but their daily climb is like one specific thing. Instead of it being totally random, they choose a specific strategy they want to kind of teach you and put you through like an obstacle course of having to make decisions. But if you fail, you can go back and restart it and it doesn't change. Whereas normally when you fail, you go back to the bottom and you restart the dungeon and, and you have to begin uh, anew. So it's very fun. It's got a lot of great choices, got a lot of great randomness and it's just really fun. If you have not played that game, I would strongly recommend it and let me know if you are enjoying it because it's super fantastic. One other game I played this week was uh, Abzu, and I did this through my 38-minute impressions, and this is a project that I started at the beginning of the year with the interest of trying to see if I could play every video game I had. Now, if you're like me, you've got a bunch of games that you just haven't even played. Maybe you got them from PS Plus or from... Uh, you know, games with gold or some Steam sale or a Humble Bundle or something. But there's a bunch of games that I have that I've just never even played before or that I haven't played in so long. And my goal was, or it's 2018, and this is kind of lame, but 20 plus 18, 30, 38 minutes. The goal was, let's see if I can play every single video game that I own already for 38 minutes this year. So I'm all the way through the B's now. I've made it through all the games that start with A, all the games start with B, and I had to come back and do Abzu because I had missed it the first time around. So I, I would write like a small little impressions thing for the, the small amount of time I spent in the game. So what I wrote was that I, I really like this kind of artistic short-form indie game, as you can pr probably tell from my evaluation of Celeste. I like this kind of game. And I remember this one being a very good, although not great one, speaking of Abzu. Revisiting it reminded me of its artistic range and quality. You're kind of under the sea and you're, you're a deep sea diver and there's all these uh, aquatic animals. It really has a unique kind of time and place or a, a sense in, of, of place and, and, the, and the artistic direction is very good. Uh, it's, it's similar to something like Journey and has kind of that feel and that vibe to it. But I don't think it's as strong as a game like Journey. And uh, it is very serene. It's got an intriguing and interesting setting. Most games are not set under the sea like that. And so the artistic directions, it's pretty fantastic, and it's, it's very enjoyable. But uh, it's, it's not great. It's good, but it's not great. I picked it up on PS Plus probably about a year ago. Um, I think I finished it when I played it because it's not too long. But I put 38 minutes in and, uh, and enjoyed coming back to it. I thought it was colorful, varied, lovely. I thought it was a great game. Um, and if that's something that sounds like it'd be interesting to you, I'd recommend checking it out. I don't think it's worth the, uh, at least for me, it wasn't worth like the full asking price of, of like 20 bucks. But if you can find it on sale somewhere, it's, it's, it's an enjoyable experience and it's unique. And I think it's worth checking out. So that's kind of what the show is about. That's my goal with this. I'm not sure if we'll do a longer form thing. I think if you guys are, are putting in your, your observations, your questions, I want to get guests on here, uh, potentially people that are listening potentially people that, that would be interested in talking about some of these games. My goal is just that we would create just a group of people who want to try out different things, who want to play different games, and who want to interact with each other and form a community around the shared love of video games. So remember, game this week, super hot. Pick it up, especially if you've got an Xbox, it's free, um, and go play it. If you have any suggestions, any thoughts, if you want to participate in the discussion, if you want to tell me about what you think about super hot, then go on to Random Joe Show on Twitter, spelled just like it sounds, random, R-A-N-D-O-M, Joe, J-O-E, show, S-H-O-W, just like it sounds. Random Joe Show on Twitter, 
or you can email me at randomjoepodcast at gmail.com. I'm also, like I said, working on a, on a, a Discord server, so hopefully we'll get that up shortly. Uh, this has been the Random Joe Show. I hope you'll game with me soon.